0: We've been in a series this month that started in the book of John chapter 19. This is a great day for the church. One of my friends calls it the Super Bowl of Christianity. It's where we celebrate a victory. Jesus died on the cross on Friday. We put up on the screen for those of you that are watching from home. We had the Passion Week. It started with Palm Sunday. And we been talking each week in this month about how all of this was getting us to the resurrection, the week of passion where he died on the cross for our sins. Oftentimes it gets lost in celebration and in form, and we lose sight of the message. When you see the cross, you see a person who shows us how to finish how to get it done in life. We said to you that there were four things that lead to finishing in life. One is consistency. If you're not a consistent person, you will never finish. If you don't watch your time, you will never finish. If you're the person who doesn't have stamina, you will never finish. And if you don't have faith, you will never finish. Let me read the text to you in John chapter 19, verse 25. The Bible says, now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clophas, and Mary Magdalene, verse 26 of John 19. And when Jesus therefore saw his mother and and the disciples whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, woman, (laughs) I love this, woman, behold your son, referring to John. Then he said to the disciples, Behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her to his home. John is writing this but he's talking about himself. A worthy study would be Jesus had several brothers and sisters, but John took his mama in. That's another story. But in verse 28, after Jesus deals with his family business, makes sure mama okay, Make sure after his death, mama's taken care of. Then in verse 28, the Bible said, after this, after this, after he took care of that, knowing that all things were now accomplished, knowing that he'd finished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Verse 29, now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled the sponge with the sour wine, put it on hyssop and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, He said these words, it is finished. That's what grabbed me. Why do some people finish? And why don't some finish? As I said earlier, it's because some people are not consistent. When you see Jesus at the cross, that's what you see, consistency. Number two, you see somebody that knows how to manage his time. Last week we celebrated Palm Sunday and they came down the streets, if you remember, in Christ's was honored and they all bowed before him, said, save now, Lord. But Jesus knew they're not going to stay with me. He understood time. He understood this is temporary. All this praise, all this excitement is temporary. Time always runs out. I talked about that last week. It just doesn't last. I wish you could stay young. I wish you could, I wish you could have your job forever. I won't always be Pastor Rick. I don't always get to be in this spot. Time runs out. Number two, I talked about last week. Time always forces an accounting. If you live long enough, you will give account for how you use your time. Tuesday, I give a count because Tuesday I go to the dentist, have my teeth cleaned, and now we will see whether you've been brushing or flossing or not. I'm going to give a count on Tuesday, and I promise you I've been flossing and I've been brushing. Third thing that you learn about time, and I talked about this last time, time always rewards the consistent. It's the consistent that time rewards. If you're not consistent, and I'll keep repeating myself here, you, time will tell it. Whether you exercise, eat right, time will tell it. Time, time, time reveals it all. As I get older now, knocking on 64, time is telling On the left side of my back and on the right side. Left knee and right knee. And that's why I have to keep working out because if I don't, time will tell that I've not been consistent. And lastly, time always gives you a chance to change. Right now you have time to change. Whatever didn't go right in your life, whatever happened in your life, you can dwell on it all you want to. If you want to live there, you can. Or you can take advantage of the time you have right now because you're still breathing. You heard that? That's a breath. You're still breathing. Can you take one in? There you go. I didn't hear you do it. Breathe. There you go. See, you're still alive. So that means you have time. Can everybody say time? Woo, I ain't hurt people in years. Jesus, have mercy. Woo, say that again. Say time. I've been preaching to windshields for two years. At least they honk at me sometime. <laughs> Can I get a honk out there? Are y'all with me? All right, all right, all right, all right. I wanted to take you to a a simple definition for the key word today, which is stamina. If a person's going to finish, they don't need to just be consistent. They don't need to just watch their time and how they manage their time. They need something called stamina. When you see Jesus on the cross, you see stamina. Stamina means two things, basically. It's the ability to mentally stay focused in the short term, and physically focused. A person who has stamina, they used to call it in, in sports, mental toughness. You have to have the ability to get up. Some of you did that when you, well, you'll do it tomorrow when you go to work. You, you'll get up when you don't want to get up. I see Helen. I see you, Helen. And I know Helen went to work many days in the, in the hospital, and she didn't want to go and deal all with all those patients and all that stuff, but that's that's Stamina. Stamina. Let me show you stamina. Where's my friend who's graduating with his doctorate degree? Where yet? Where yet? Where? Where you at? Where you at? Where's my friend? Come on, you just told me. Come on up here. Come up here. Let me let me show. Come on. Come up. Come up here. Come, on up here. come on up here. Come on up here. I'm gonna show you stamina. You sound guys, get him a microphone for me, please. He's coming up right now. Come on. Come on up here. Just come on up. Just drop that. Come on. I'm gonna show you stamina. Stamina is when you stay in there. And uh, when you stay in there. All the sound guys somewhere, where we at, where we at, where we at, come on, they back there, all right, grab, you got a microphone, give him a microphone, give him a mic, which mic can he use, and I want him, I want him to show you what stamina looks like, this is stamina in the flesh, tell him your name, tell him your name. Tijuana Milton. Come up here, Tijuana Milton, stand there, right there, right there, don't go too far. (laughs) Tell him what you do, tell him what you do. I'm a, uh, I'm a nurse educator, I teach nursing at Georgia Southern University. You teach nursing. You teach nurses how to nurse, RNs and all on people, right? Yes, sir. Tell me what you told me a minute ago. And on May 6, I will graduate with my doctorate of nursing practice from Georgia College and State University. Thank you. Thank you. That's stamina. Stamina stayed in there. Going to graduate. He going to see the people say his name. He going to walk across the stage. I want to ask you, do you have stamina? Are you tough? Are you just one of those dancing, shouting, hallelujah Christians, but you're not really tough? You know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, in the book of Matthew 26, verse 36, it says that Jesus looked out, not my will, but thine will be done. Knowing that he's going to the cross, he showed stamina. You know, sometimes when you whine and complain about being a daddy, and the high price you pay being a daddy, you're showing you ain't got much stamina. It's just It just costs a lot to be a daddy. I'm sorry. It's, it's not as expensive financially, emotionally, and a whole lot of other ways. Mama, it's expensive to be a mama. It's expensive to be a grandmama, granddaddy. It's expensive to be an employer. But in order to survive, you need stamina. And Jesus was saying, let me show you what stamina looks like. Heartbreak. Okay, he broke your heart. Get up. It's all right. Brush it away. Survive your life. This is your life. They disappointed you. Get up. Everybody say stamina. Now, Matthew 16 says that stamina requires three things, and it results in one amazing bonus. Matthew 16, 24 says, whoever wants to be my disciple, whoever wants to, that's a key statement now, be my disciple. One more time. Whoever wants to be my disciple, must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Stamina requires the first thing, desire. You must want it. Students, you must want it. This is your life. This is your future. Your, you, you must desire it. Whoever wants to be my, follow me. That's the key. I have learned in 40 years of 40 years of pastoring, 41 years of marriage, you must want this. I can't want it for you. If you don't want it, if you want somebody more than you want to take care of yourself, then that's the reason why you have the issues you have. You must have enough stamina to declare what you want. What do you want? What do you desire? Do you know why I'm out here? Because I want you healthy. It's been tough. Stamina, fighting off the temptation to be like everybody else. We're about to move back, but we're going to do it wisely. Stamina, I am, so, I am so tempted to follow the crowd. And in my life, I'm still tempted. I tell people, I look calm on the outside, but inside I'm going, ah! Inside I'm screaming because I want to be like everybody. And there are times in life when I want to watch something on TV. And I, ah, you need turn from that. That's bad for your spirit. Bad for your spirit. And I want to watch it. And there's an argument. Sometimes when I go to a restaurant, I, I argue right in front of the, the waiter. I've done that. I, my wife, I try not to do it now. I'll, they'll say, what would you like, sir? I say, well, I would like a, I want to say steak. Rare. Right out the field. <laughs> I want you to put four eggs on there. Drip it with butter. I want some. I want, I want, I go, listen, I, I'm going to tell you all something. I go, I go to Krispy Kreme every now and then. That's a confession. And I order one donut. Maybe two. I say, Temple, you will not order a dozen. You will not, you will not take that to your house today. I walk by the ice cream, sometimes I look, I just walk by the shelf say, there you go. Now, see, when you're younger, you get all that stuff and you don't care. When you get older, you know it's coming. Stamina. Stamina says, read the label. Stamina. Stamina says, pay attention. I must desire this. And number two, I must be willing to deny myself. Stamina requires it. If you're going to follow me, you've got to want to follow me and you've got to Be willing to deny yourself. No to you. People don't have to tell me no. I tell myself no. My issue is me, not you, me. My laziness is about me. My planning the night before is for me. Laying out my clothes the day before is for me. Because I know how I'll do in the morning. I'll pick and choose and be late. Stamina. Stamina requires desire, self-denial, and thirdly, it desires the, the willingness to carry a cross. Whoever wants to follow me must deny himself and pick up his own cross. What is your cross? What is your cross's name? I don't know. Some of you, it's your son. <laughs> your cross. He's <laughs> yours, though. That's your cross. That's your wife. That's your woman. That's your ex. That's your grandson, daughter, your job, your career. The career you chose is full of Crosses, nursing is full of crosses, challenges, difficult patients, doctoring, all of that, educating has a cross in it. Let me ask you something. Are you willing to carry your cross if you want to follow Christ? You can come here and, oh, he died on the cross, and you can cry and feel really sad for him, but he rose. He showed stamina, and the question is, will you show it? Come on, say amen. Are you hearing me? Now, let me, let me let you help me emotionally. I ain't heard clapping in two years. Thank you. I appreciate it. So <laughs> he real needy today. <laughs> I tell you, there's one reward, too. Stamina requires desire, self-denial, <laughs> and cross-bearing. But stamina also leads to something at least the great rewards. Here's what the Bible says in verse 25 of, of, of Matthew chapter 16. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for you, someone to gain the entire world, yet forfeit their soul, lose your soul? What can a man give in exchange for their soul? I don't know if you even understand what that means. Your soul is your intellect, your emotions, your will. What good is it if I gain a big house, but I lose me. I lose who Ricky is. Yeah, I'm a preacher, but I'm not, I'm not normal anymore. I'm strange. What well, good if, if I gain the whole world and lose my soul? Verse 27 said, for the Son of Man is, is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done, according to their stamina. I realize it's my decision. I realize that I can admire Jesus all day long. But he already died and already rose. The question is, what will I do? What am I willing to do? What am I willing to stake, stick with? What am I willing to try? For some of you, you came here today and you came to give up. I'm challenging you. Develop some stamina. I'm challenging you today. You look at your Lord who died on the cross. Okay, you feel like you're nailed to a cross. You feel challenged in your life. He died so you can live. He died so you can have stamina. He died so you can have victory in your life. But you have got to decide. Come on, give God a big hand clap if you're hearing me. You've got to decide. I love the verse in Matthew 5 as I close. It's it's an incredible statement he makes. Because it's one that bothers me. But here's what Paul said about this whole stamina thing. And when we boast, he says in chapter 5, verse 2 of Romans... And when we boast, we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Now, that's the part you get, right? We glory, we celebrate during our times of, of suffering and challenge. We glory and we honor God in the midst of our difficult days because we know something. The suffering will produce perseverance. The tough days in your life make you stronger, not the vacations. The tough days in your life make you focus. The tough days in your life and the disappointments in your life help you become stronger. He says suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces something called character. And character gives you hope. You see, when you've been a soldier in a battle and you fought through and you stand up and you win, you fight back, you have a chance to win. I'm not, I I didn't plan on saying this. And I don't know how this would be taken, but you take it right. We watched two wars in the last year. One group I won't name, they had 200,000 soldiers. They had an air force. They had guns and weapons, and they quit. The whole nation was overrun. Another nation named Ukraine had fewer soldiers. Little bit of help. And the president, I knew they were on to something when I heard what he said. He said, when they they started coming at the country to take it over, people tried to give him a ticket. He said, I don't need a ticket. I need some ammunition. I said, oh, man, who is that dude? He said, I don't need a ticket. And I thought about his wife. He let his wife go out the country and his kids. But he stayed. He's still there today. They're bombing all around him. And he doing newscasts, he broadcasting, <laughs> and he still sends sensible ammunition, cause we ain't leaving. Everybody's shocked. I'm shocked. But what's the difference between a country that had two hundred thousand soldiers? We spent a trillion dollars. I ain't gonna say which one. They all quit. Soldiers left, took off the uniforms. But this country said we'd rather die first. We'll die fighting. That's called stamina. You know what? Here you are about to quit because somebody called you a name. Here you are about to surrender because somebody don't like you. Here you are about to give up on life because some man or woman don't want you. Look, want yourself. Want yourself. Love yourself. Father, let this word go down in the hearts of your people today. Let them develop Stamina. Jesus modeled it on the cross. Not for us just to cry and wail at his, at his death, but to celebrate his resurrection. This is Easter Sunday. He rose today. He lifted us up today. He gave us power today. And he said, no weapon formed against you will prosper. He gave us power with all the power of the enemy. All the things we faced in these last two years, you've given us strength. We're stronger. Good God Almighty. That's amazing to say we got more people, good God, that's amazing to say, we have more resources hallelujah, what an amazing thing to say I want you to stand up on your feet if you're outside, if you're outside if you're in your car, just just lift your heart up with me I leave this moment, Lord, thanking you for the people of God thank you for their faithfulness thank you for the power of the word, that's going to take us to a new place, we're going to have a new schedule, a new way of doing church a new way of reaching people, small groups, inside, outside, on different locations, pop-ups around town, online, on demand. We're going to do like they did in the Bible. We're going to expand our reach and we're going to embrace the change without fear. I pray for prosperity over your people that as they give down the road, whenever they give online, however they do, bless them, oh God. Let them not forget the call of God on their life and may they go forth and win people to Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, I want to pray for those who are watching this today who'd say, I need Jesus in my life. I need to give my life to God. I need to surrender my life to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. On this resurrection Sunday, we pray for you today that you would say in your heart, I hear you, Pastor Ricky Temple. I need to give the Lord my life. I pray this is a transforming moment for them. I can't count them. I can't call them up. I just thank you, Lord. It's your power is reaching them where I can. not Let this be the moment. They say I prayed that prayer on that Easter Sunday morning online or in person and I celebrate God's goodness and forgiveness in Jesus name. Well, listen, folks, I want to thank you for coming. I want you to listen carefully. You're going to get some emails. We're going to have some family fun days out here. Rides and all that next month. We got a camp coming up in June. We got a lot of stuff coming up. So make sure you pay attention. And make sure you keep up with what we're doing. As I'm telling you right now, we've only just begun. Everybody shout our word for that. What's the word for the day? Stamina. Say it. One more time. Say stamina. In Jesus' name. God bless y'all. I'll see you next time. Stay safe. We'll be right back. back.